την κοινομονία. Είναι ένα τάξι. Είναι ένα τάξι. Είναι ένα τάξι. Είναι ένα τάξι. Είναι ένα She say you, I cry because you are here today. And welcome to the No Chopters podcast. This is something new that we're going to do from time to time. Premier League review, because I know all of you in Cyprus love the Premier League. So I figure, why not? Let's do a let's do a podcast. And already we've got Grigori here. The time that you were waiting for, Malaga. You were waiting for this time, are there? Let's, let's get some comments in here. I've got Rodri Giggs with me here. Giggs, what's going on? What's happening? You all right? Yeah, all good, man. All good. No complaints. Have you no. recovered from your 92nd minute goal? Mate, do you know what? I, I, I wasn't too upset about it. To be honest, you played the second string team. We've got a bigger game on Wednesday. Oh, so, uh, okay. Yeah, it's a cup game. We've got a cup game on Wednesday. So it's two legs. So, um, yeah, we were, that's our best chance of winning a trophy. In fact, it's our only chance of winning a trophy this season. So, yeah, I'm, I weren't too bothered about the... Um, okay, I was annoyed that we didn't win to concede the goal in the 93rd minute and against a team that had, had 10 men, effectively, because they had the player off injured and the way we conceded the goal. But it is what it is. You play the second string team, two of the central defenders have just come back from injury. Uh, a lot of youngsters being played, so positive, man. No problem. Unfortunately, them lot won yesterday. So, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that Rodri's now into... He's not into Cyprus footy. He's only doing it to wind me up there. <laughs> Fucking hell. I always send him the pictures of the yellow and blue. But that's because, you know, we stopped the war in Ukraine. But he thinks it's... <laughs> this guy. Yeah. This fucking guy. Jesus Christ. Oh, you've been well. I saw you on the uh, the Views podcast yesterday with uh, DJ Spoonie. That yeah, yeah, it was good. Patrick, I'm glad Patrick's found safe and sound. Big shout for Patrick. So, uh, <laughs> no, and, and yeah, Dan from... Uh, Kid from Burnley. So, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, I watched the whole thing and uh, it, it seemed to flow very well. Uh, Semps was there with his cigar out. He didn't really seem that opinionated yesterday, mate. I thought he was just sitting on the fence there, but no, he just let it go. It was good. Yeah, he's, um, he was proud to be too. He's the, I've just been the host. He's been professional, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. There's no but, such uh, thing as being professional. I, I probably said it all. Like I probably said it all and he was just agreeing because I was, I was on one yesterday. <laughs> But, uh, you calmed down then? Yeah, I have calmed down, yeah. It was a bit harsh on Harry Maguire. I'm looking at the bigger picture, it was a bit harsh. I, I blocked you on Twitter with a yellow and blue, then realised it's the Ukraine flag. <laughs> I don't even know who this is. I can't even see. When it's on Facebook, I can't even see who's made the comment. So it, it might be Roy, it might be Chris. It, it probably is Roy, to be honest. Is it Roy or is it Chris? Fuck no, is this one of them two anyway? But yeah, anyway, anyway. Well, look, um, we're going to talk about the Premier League. City have just kicked off against Crystal Palace. 
How do you think that one's going to go, given that Palace have got a chance of beating or doing the double obviously? Yeah, well, didn't... It was, we've talked about this before, haven't we? Uh, Palace seem to be City's bogey side. Uh, and it's not an easy place to go. And yeah, you'd expect them to win, but you know you wouldn't be that surprised if the um, if Palace come away with a, a, a result, a draw, or, or whatever. Because, like I say, it's, it's weird when you have bogey teams, and Palace seem to be cities. I think every team has had a bogey team in the past. Remember Wimbledon back in the day? They were everyone's bogey team. Going to Selhurst Park. Wimbledon. We used to, for a period of time, Southampton was ours. Uh, you go through, yeah, there's little stages where you have bogey teams. Middlesbrough was at was one Ipswich. point. Ipswich. <laughs> yeah, so it happens. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, hopefully for the sake of the title race, it ends up in a draw. Not for the fact that I give a shit about City, but I think with, with it being so tight at this moment in time, you want to see a twist and a turn, don't you? Especially with Liverpool winning at the weekend and they've got a game in hand. Yeah, well, they've got a big game on Wednesday. Hopefully, they, they, uh, they beat Arsenal, which I'm pretty sure they, they will do. But even though Arsenal are playing pretty well at the moment, but you still expect Liverpool with their strength, you know, there's different levels. And I think Liverpool and City are on a different level at the minute, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The thing is, when you look at Liverpool at the weekend, I know they beat Brighton 2 0. It wasn't as convincing as what you'd see on the uh, on paper, so to speak. But Brighton had a few opportunities, but. There was the goal from Luis Diaz, which gave Liverpool the lead. And um, what did you make of the goalkeeper, man? I thought it was like Tony Schumacher. Yeah, we kind of got away with it, didn't he? Schumacher, that was the PG version. Schumacher was <laughs> assault. Yeah, is still on the floor. Mate. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, oh, thinking about it. Um, yeah, it was, it was clumsy. Because he's just like, he's kind of slapped him and kneed him at the same time. Um, <laughs> he's got away with one. It could have, you think it Diaz could have, much, have been a red, you'd have gone. Fair enough. Do you think Diaz knew much about the goal itself? No. Because when you no. went there, no, he's just obviously gone to see the ball. And as soon as he's head, headed the ball, he's obviously seen it. And but he's probably seen that split second where he's tensed up, so that's probably saved him. But yeah, it's, they're not pleasant, them ones. When when the, someone comes for you and you're not even expecting it, they're not pleasant. They just wind you or just take your breath away. Mm. Not pleasant, but brave, got the goal. And uh, yeah, then he went on to comfortably win, really. I feel that Diaz, he's, he's a player, isn't he? Fucking yeah, very hell. good. Yeah, Tottenham have missed out there. Well, this is it. And the thing is, when you look at Liverpool, the, the options that they've got, Firmino, Jota, uh, even Origi to come off the bench, Diaz, Sane. Not uh, really Mane, had that strength, have they, in the past. So now they've got the strength in depth. <clears throat> And defensively, they look all right. I know they play with a higher line this season and they have been caught out a few times. I think they've been quite fortunate to get away with some results. But that being said, City haven't been great defensively either now that Diaz is out. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be a... When's City in Liverpool? When does that... When's that on the fixture list? No, you're going to have to... Because that's going to be a big game. That, that'll be a humdinger. That, that. Is that the Etihad? That's City, Anfield? yeah. Let's have a look. Let's, let me get up here. Hang up. Blah, 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 blah. It's in April, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't yeah. say. It doesn't say. What it's it? one of them rearranged. Is it a rearranged one? 10th of April. 10th of April, apparently. Yeah, so apparently. there's still a long way to go after that. But, you know, if City win, it's more or less over, isn't it? Yeah, true. Can you see him dropping any points from now to the end of the season apart from you Liverpool? You can see him. This is a banana skin for him. 
Hands on the attack now. Yeah, this, this, is a, oh, no. this is a banana skin for him, but um, like I said last night, it was like a well-oiled machine now, Liverpool and City. They seem to be on a run like they were two years ago, and they didn't get beat then. So I can see them going on that similar kind of run. Will there be a slip-up? Yeah, I think there might be, but not too many by City. So if they make one slip-up, they won't make two. Well, the, oh. City are still in the FA Cup, so Liverpool. They're both it's in the Champions League. Champions League. So they've all got games to go. That's what you want. And now, like we talk about Liverpool as strength in depth, they can they can mix it up. Yeah, bro, if you look at both squads, if you look at both squads, who do you think's got the, the oh, better City. depth? Uh, yeah. You think? City. Yeah, yeah. Because City have got, say, um, they lose one of their centre-halves. Which have, Stones, Stones or Laporte can come in. If Van Dijk goes, they struggle. We've seen that last year. If Van Dijk plays like net last year, last year it would be a lot more closer, I, I think. But what, what about other positions? I look at look at left. I think um, you know on the left side they've got oh, you know Sterling, Grealish. Who they got? Mane and who else? Probably Jota. So. Then on the right, they've got Bernardo Silva, they've got Mares, they've got De Bruyne, they've got Rodri, they've got Fernandinho, Foden. Yeah, I think they're, they're just a little bit touch, touch stronger in, in depth. But um, you know, the keepers, are, you, know, you can't really pull the, pull the keepers apart. They're, they're pretty, pretty similar, pretty equal in quality, really good. Good on the feet, rarely make mistakes. Um. Yeah, you know, left back, right back for for City, a strong. Same with Liverpool. But um, yeah, it's, I don't think City just 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 by a touch. But Liverpool are not far behind now, especially with Jota and that this Diaz now, who looks a real player. Yeah, yeah, and I think in midfield, Liverpool might have the edge. I think if Thiago Alcantara was fit, then you could say you that. Think yeah, better than De Bruyne. Rodri, or Fernandinho, and Foden. Or... And Gundogan. Yeah, but Foden's more of an attacking midfield. I'm talking like a central midfield combination. combination. Do you know what I mean? Liverpool got Henderson. They've got, uh, I was going to say Fernandinho, but he's got... Fabinho. Yeah. Yeah, Fabinho, the little Milner kid. Uh, Harvey, Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott, young kid, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that with... I think City I think have got the more City's... dynamic players, though. You know, the more, you know, who would you rather play, want to play against? You'd rather play against City's, I mean, Liverpool's midfield and City's. Mm, I don't know, man. It depends on the, the style of play. Isn't by, it? I'm only saying that by the pure uh, of De Bruyne. Right. Well, De Bruyne is a, is, a, is, a, is a really good player and, you know, he stands out in that midfield. Yeah. Yeah, the the thing is, what I will say about both teams is that they're not impenetrable. This is what I'm saying. If you look at the teams in the past, like you know Arsenal's back four, United's back four, they were very difficult. Practically, they were like a brick wall. But Liverpool and City, they've got mistakes in them. And I don't know whether it's because they play such a high line, or maybe because defenders aren't as good as what they used to be. Oh, they're definitely definitely open to to counterattack. But when you've got the speed of Walker. He, he... He can get out of it. And same with Van Dyke. They're both speed merchants and quick and, and you know, they can defend on that high line 
But yes, they're going to get caught out. You have to accept that when, you, when you're playing that kind of football. It's just limiting the less chances yeah. as possible. Yeah, and, true. you know, they don't make many. You know, against us, we, we didn't get a sniff second half. We didn't get the ball. Well, they stepped up again, didn't they? I well, think that's they what, they, that's what these two teams can do. They've got different levels. Yeah. Well, United still have to go to Anfield as well. So that's going to be a, a tricky one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> if it probably like suits us better being away from home, to be honest. Yeah, you think? Yeah, on the, just to get them on the counter-attack, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, we've spoken about Liverpool and City. Let's talk about United then. Cristiano Ronaldo made history, scoring. Well, listen, according to the records, he's the highest goal scorer in world football with like uh, 807 goals, which is phenomenal. Hat trick against Spurs, a player that was out of the City game through injury. I'm going to use that term loosely because we, I don't think anyone really knows what was wrong with him. That being said, uh, what an opening goal. The second goal was just a poacher's finish and the third, well, from a bloody corner. 152 corners United have had this season, two goals. And that yeah, was no, yeah. Some header, though. Uh, we've seen yeah. it multiple times uh, with him. Uh, the first one, what's Dyer doing? Why would you let one of the greatest players just open it out and shoot? So all the goals could be prevented. You know, the, the, the second one... Um, which one was well, Regulon that's playing him on side? Was it Regulon? Uh, yes, he's playing him offside, but the runner should still go with the runner and not let him run. Um, but yeah, Regulon should be up. So there's two mistakes there. And the third one, you shouldn't get a free header, especially Ronaldo, one of the best headers in the world football, getting a free header in the six yard box. Yeah, so all three goals can be prevented. It's poor defending, but you've got to give it to Ronaldo. That strike, the first one, it's just mm. uh. Yeah, and That's he's the problem, problem, supposedly. He's a problem. <laughs> he's yeah, the problem, problem. yeah. yeah. He's... Get, out, get him out, he's a problem. <laughs> How many goals have you got this season? 16, 17 uh, goals? Fucking eight, in eight, total? 19, 19, That's 18. Total. Fucking 12 if we didn't have an Aldo. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It's just, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I know you spoke about the performance yesterday on, on um, Views. Has your opinion changed now that... Yeah, I was a bit harsh. I require... No, he's, he's going through a bad time at the minute. Um, just at the minute? Yeah, well, the, all season. All season. For the first two years, we didn't really see this kind of Harry Maguire. Um, really. And now in the last year, it's just seems to be every week something. Um, it could be clearly... It could clearly be prevented, that goal. All he's got to do is look to his right-hand side and know the kid's offside. So it, it's just, it's frustrating, but you just got to stick by him as as a fan. As a you know, he's still gonna he's still your Manchester United player. So getting on his back and abusing him and all that kind of stuff, it's just not going to help. So, um, but he needs to needs to change it quick. He's Manchester United captain, so he needs to man up and um, change it quick. And I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. But the price tag doesn't help for him. He's not an eighty million pound player. It's not no. his fault. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But the thing is, you can't coach speed in players, can you? And that's what he lacks big time. And people are, uh, are targeting now, especially when you want to play that high line, to mm. put it in a space. You know, you can see it. He panics like yesterday. He panicked, or not but yesterday, Saturday. Panics and stretching and, and you're not in control and you're not in control of anything. You, 
It's just and that's what the, the outcome is, an own goal, uh, which could easily have been prevented. So, yeah, it's frustrating. So how, do you solve the pro- how do you solve the problem then? How do you, you take him you, out. You, add- you take him out. You, yeah. have a, you have a chat to him. You take him out. or not even take, I don't think you can take the captaincy off in mid-season either. You probably just try and get through, through the season and, and chat to him and say, you know, is this a problem for you? Is it a burden? Do you just want to concentrate on your football? He might say, yeah. He might say, no. Then you might take it out of his own out of his hands by just saying, you know, I don't know, but uh, he needs a rest. I mean, you've got players there that can play at the minute. But he's, he's, he's your captain. I understand you don't want to drop him because he's your captain. He's an eighty million pound player, and you hope he, he plays through it. But you know, he's just lucky enough. Ronaldo got that third goal because. Uh, yeah, people kind of forgotten about it, but mm. you know, if he didn't get that third goal, it'd be it'd be getting more abuse. So just yeah. needs to shot, just needs to shape up, shape up. Do you, do you know what I think? Ronaldo's hat trick uh, covered a lot of um, cracks. If you look at the penalty that was conceded, what is the, the left back doing with his arms out? Mm. No, big shout to Fed as well. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. You know, he's been getting some stick as well, but in that forward role, uh, very good. Um, yeah, Varane, Varane makes a difference. You know, people saying, oh, Varane's not done well. He, he's been injured, so when he has played, we've not really conceded more than one goal apart from Saturday. That's the first time mm-hmm. we've conceded more than one goal when Varane's played. So, yeah, he's, you know, he's experienced. He's, played, he's done it. He's been there. He's done it. You just need someone next to him. Centre-half, is a partnership. We know this. Bruce Pallister, Vidic, Ferdinand, you know, Stam Jonsson. It's a partnership. And, you know, Laporte, Stones at the minute, um, Van Dijk, Van Dijk, Matip. They have partnerships and when the partnerships work, it's very difficult to play against. And at the minute, you've got, um, you just, individuals playing instead of being, t- being a pair so it's just getting that right balance. All right, we'll talk about balance. Good segue to my next question about Spurs and Conte. He's hell bent on having three at the back, but yet he's constantly changed defensive lineups. He's gone. He went four uh, at the weekend. It, it's almost as if he doesn't know what to do with the players that he's got. Now, is it the same situation with United in the sense that United have got Lindelof, Jones, Bailly? Uh, the, the, who's the who's the best out of the bad bunch with Spurs? You've got Dyer, Sanchez. Now that Ben Davis is, is playing as effectively a third central defender, okay, Romero is probably their best central defender. But you look at Conte's defensive options, and he's probably thinking, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult. That he's probably searching for that pair as well. You know, Dyer, what's he doing for that first goal? Why is he standing off him? Go and pre- That's not a centre half for me. You think Vidic, Ferdinand, uh, Bruce Palace would be standing off them like that? Or the, it's John Terry. They don't stand off them like that. You're going to close the ball down. Same with out, out wide. You don't let them cross it. Especially when you've got a player like Cristiano Ronaldo in front of you. And you've just gone more or less gone, go on, shoot. And he's put it in the top corner. You know, if the keeper, if I was that keeper, I'd be going sick. So you just can't let that happen. All right, what about uh, Tom's attacking threat then? Harry Kane, we know at the beginning of the season, had a few 
iffy moments. So you put it that way. Didn't score for a while. Son hasn't seemed to kicked on this season. Um, I, I don't know what to say about the signings from January that they brought in from Juventus because they're hot and cold at the moment. Kulisevsky had a good game against Leeds, had a good game at City, but then Burnley, same with Bentancur, did well in the in the bigger ones, but they didn't show up at the weekend, did they? Who's that, sorry? Uh, Kulisevsky and Bentancur, the two, the two signings from Juve. No, and um, some seem to be off it as well. You know, he, um, I think he was wearing moulds, you know. I don't think he was wearing stuff. Yeah, he, was, he, was on the... he, he seems to be falling over every time the ball. You can't be wearing moulds on, on, on there. Because United drenched the pitch. If it's not raining, they put them sprinklers on and they make sure it's wet because it's, it's nice and zippy. It's, it's always been yeah. like that. So, yeah, to be wearing studs was, was yeah stupid. So, it looked like it because every time the ball comes to him, he's falling over. There was a ball that coming to him. Yes, he was a bit behind him, but you still expect him to, to hit the target. Um, maybe they're a bit leggy, you know, travelling to Burnley, travelling to Manchester City, then travelling to Burnley in the, in the same week, then playing Everton, then travelling all the way to Manchester. So, it might be a bit leggy as well. They haven't got a massive squad. So, you might be seeing that some of them are a bit leggy. I think they had a trip to Middlesbrough as well, sandwiched in between the Everton yeah, and the Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they? we did. Yeah, they did, yeah. Trip to Middlesbrough. That went to foot, uh, extra time. Yep. So it's and then, but it's traveling as well. We've talked about it before. It just wipes everyone's traveled when you've done a long day traveling, it just wipes you out. Yeah. All right. What about the Arsenal then? They're in contention for top four. What they've got three games in hand now. Mm. I, I think, um, I'm not going to say it's done and dusted because you need the points. Obviously, you can't look at the, the fixture list and say, oh, well, we've got three games in hand and we can win them. You never know, complacency might creep in. But a team that at the beginning of the season, we said it on, on Shoot the Defence that without European football and if they back the manager and get rid of the bad eggs, this Arsenal team are going to kick on. And here we are. <laughs> no, they seem to be on a roll at the minute. That's um, why it's going to be a, a good game Wednesday against Liverpool because they're two teams playing well. And, um, you know, it's... Yes, I... At what he's doing over there in Barcelona is good, but it was the best decision he's made to get rid of that Abang Yang. Get him out of the club. Um, show show the young lads <clears throat> you know, what, what they expect. And if, if this kind of stuff happens, then you're down, out the door. So, yeah, the, good young players coming through. And they're, they're just lacking in strength, but Saka's playing well. Um. Um, Smith Rowe, Van Guard, yeah. Um, Tierney looks in every time I play, see him now, he seems to be playing well. So, yeah, they look they look well at the minute. Lacazette's chipping in with a few goals. Um, yeah, but this, so. is, this is a captain's this is a captain's duty, and he's he's really taken that armband and made it his own. Obviously, Aubameyang was the captain, I think Shackle was the, the vice captain, wasn't he? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, second, and he's out of contract as well in the summer. So it's not as if he's down tools. He's just gone. No, with that's it. what you expect from a from a proper pro and not a clown like a Bangyang. So you know, you've been given the privilege to, to captain a club like Arsenal and and you treat it like crap. So yeah, it's um I've always liked Lacazette. And he should have played more for me. He's he's been on the bench far too much. But he's always he's got a goal in him. He's honest. He's you know, he works hard. 
and he seems to be a good lad and, and people look up to him in the dressing room, which is always a plus. Well, they got rid of Ozil first, then it was Guendouzi, then it was Kalasinac, then it was Aubameyang. It's got about four definite bad eggs, in, in my opinion. I don't know how much Socrates had in terms of his influence, but apparently he was a bit of a talker. I'm not too sure about that. But they've brought in players that are hungry, like your Whites, like your Tommy Asus, and the other... Martinelli's been fantastic. I'm not buying the comparisons with R9. I'm sorry. This thing on Twitter needs to stop. You know, oh, looking nice. at his statistics. Yeah, if you look, I'll, I'll send you a, one of those images that some Arsenal fan did a while back. They did statistical comparisons between Martinelli at 18 and R9 at 18. And Martinelli had better goal. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So, yeah, we need to, they need to calm a little bit. He's a good player, but you ain't at that level. No, I'm sorry. Ronaldo won a World Cup 16. He's doing well. I'm not having him for England, England's best goalkeeper, but. You know, yeah, I'd pick him ahead of Pickford. I'd put him ahead of Pickford, though. Pickford for England is a totally different keeper. What I see for Everton. Maguire's a totally different player for England. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I'll, I, no, I, 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 like, I like Pope for Burnley. Um, yeah, Ramsdale for me, he's a, he's a... He seems to be like a... What's the word? Just a keeper for the cameras. Ah, like Joe Hart used to be. Mm, not as much. No, not Joe Hart was a talker. Always, be, you know, stick a microphone. Nah, it's Joe Hart. No, it, 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 no. Maybe he's just getting into the. Maybe I'm just too old now. But he seems to, you know, be just too much messing about, screaming and shouting and all that business. But yeah, but to be honest, Rod, if you remember um, Paul Robinson, remember when he was in goal for England, he was like that. Joe Hart, he was like that. Um, Rob Green, not so much. But um, Pickford, he's another one. I, I, I remember talking to, who was it? I think Semps, actually. We had him on the pod a couple of years ago. And I was saying that a lot of these England goalkeepers, it's almost as if they drink about 15 cans of Red Bull before every game. And they just play techno music to hype themselves up. And they get too hyped up. And I was saying to him, I think that there's something not right with Pickford up there. Not in a bad way. And then lo and behold, during the... England-Denmark game at the Euros. I remember Sam Matterface saying that Pickford was actually seeing a therapist to calm him down because he was constantly winding himself up before games. And that's Ramsdale. Ramsdale's doing that now. Yeah, you want you want your keeper to be a bit chilled, more, not hyper. So, um, listen, he's, he's doing well at the minute and he's, uh, he's come for a big price tag for a keeper, 30-odd million. But, mm. you know, good luck to him. Like I say, he's doing well at the minute. Just a keeper, just not for my taste. Keepers, anyway, they're mad, aren't they? They're always mad. Goalkeepers union, all of them are crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, just touching on this game quickly against Leicester, which Arsenal won 2 0. What was Soyuncu doing for the handball? He's got this fuck up in him, hasn't he? He does it every season. There's always like one or two big mistakes in him. Yeah, you just got to. And you, you know it as a player as well. You know, you put pressure on a certain player, put pressure on a certain keeper. You know, they'll give you a goal, and that that's what gets talked about in the change rooms before that. So, pretty sure that they'll see that again, and, and they'll, they'll identify it, and they'll keep targeting it, putting pressure on him. And um, 
and it'll keep on happening until he addresses it. So Arsenal, your pick for top four, then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think they've got we've got we've got to beat them. Then we've got to play Chelsea as well. Then they've got to play Liverpool. So there's three. There's nine points there. We talk about United's fixtures. No, um, Arsenal. Arsenal have got to play us. They've got to play yeah. Liverpool. They've got to play Chelsea. So there's three games that they could possibly lose. Yeah, they've got Liverpool, oh. then Villa, Palace, Brighton, Southampton, and then Man United. The only thing is. I don't see us winning all our games. We've got to play Chelsea. We've got to play Liverpool. So, Arsenal's last three games are Leeds, Newcastle and Everton. And the way that things are right now, I can't see Everton getting anything out of it unless that's a must-win game to stay up. Yeah, and it, and it could be. It, that, that, could be a, a, that could be the game that go down uh, top four. So at the, that's the one that everyone will be watching. Remember back in the day in the nineties, where Everton were in that relegation, and it kept on cutting to grounds, and Everton stayed up on the last day. Yeah, remember? Was it John? It wasn't John Ebrell, Was it? Was it John? No, who was it? Was it the guy? Was it Mike Walker? No, it was. Um, it was um, from Oldham. The guy from Oldham. Oh, uh, Joe Royal. Joe Royal, yeah. Joe Royal. Jeez, I can't know. That's that's taking it back, isn't it? Was it Joe? Yeah, I think it was Joe Royal. Yeah, it was Joe, Joe Royal. Royal. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Royal, Tony Cotty was in that team. Graham Tony Stewart. Cox. Oh yeah, Roy. Uh, Michael. Yeah. Graham Stewart. Michael. Yeah. Graham Stewart. So yeah, <sighs> fucking hell, man. Jesus. That, yeah. So it, and we've talked about this. Day. We've talked about this before. Everton's fixtures. The next fixture they've got: West Ham, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester again. They've got you Palace, know. Watford. They're the ones Brentford. that they're, they're, they're the three games that they'll probably identify: Watford, Burnley, Brentford. And they've got Palace. You know, Palace is not a gimme, though. Palace are doing well this season. But Well, yeah, this is it. Shall I talk about Everton, then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about Everton. You know, their, yeah. their performance at the weekend, um, defensively, terrible. Midfield, there was no running. There was no tracking. Listen, people are going to get on my back for this one, but Van der Beek, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I've never understood the hype. And now he's been given games. He's not turning up. Richarlison, God bless him. He's trying his best. But without him, they'd be finished already, wouldn't they? Yeah. Deli Ali, what's happened to him? <sighs> Boohoo no, men, I'm... mate. <laughs> Boohoo men. <laughs> this is why I'm saying to him, people say, who turns up to a, to a first job in a 400 grand motor? And then performed like he does. Maybe I'm just old, but no, it's just what is going on? What's he was on like England's probably best number ten like three years ago, three four years ago, and now he can't even get in an Everton side. So they've got massive problems because you know we've seen at the minute um, court documents today in Chester Court that Dominic Calvert Loom was in court. So God knows yeah. what that was for. So, you know, there's issues there. You've got a manager. Yes, he's a good manager, but he's never even tasted a relegation fight. So, you know, that's gonna he's going to be second question himself because he's in an unknown territory. 
The thing is, after the Spurs game, when they lost 5-0, we were saying, oh, I'm confident, you know, I've got faith in this team. But when you look at the players at full time, a couple of them fell to their knees. It's almost as if they they knew that was it. It's You can tell when players have, have given the ghost. Same uh, with the players. They'll be in unknown territory as well. So yeah. they'll, they'll be thinking, you know, you've got to roll your sleeves up. It's not easy. I've done, I've done it once when I went to Bangor City. Uh, they were in a relegation fight and you just got to roll your sleeves up and, you know, it's a fight every single week. and You've just got to be prepared for it. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. You've just got to fight and work for it. And you can't have any passengers at all. To their credit, they had a few half chances against, uh, against Wolves and Saab made a few decent saves. But... If you're expecting to stay up with just Richarlison up front on his own, and you're expecting, I don't know, Andros Townsend to come off the bench, or as you mentioned, Deli Ali, who hasn't been in form for like two years, Van der Beek, who doesn't even know where he is at the moment. All right, I get the club have had issues off the field. You know, we had Sigurdsson, we don't know what's going on with him. You've got Calvert Lewin now. We don't know how long this has been going on for. We don't know if they've been hiding his injury, you know, this thing and saying that it's an injury because he was ill at the weekend. But finding out now that he's been in court today, this could be another cover up. They've got the problem with, you know, what's his name? Usmanov. I think his, uh, his uh, assets were frozen. Hasn't he got some kind of stake in the club, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah. sponsorships as well and all that kind of stuff. You know, and listen, no disrespect, right? I know the issues with what's going on at the moment in Ukraine. Why are you playing your Ukrainian left back and giving him the captain's armband when you're in a relegation dogfight? When, when it's such a emotional, such a stressful time for the guy. I'm, listen, he's a professional. I get it. And he probably does want to be playing. But I don't know, man. Something like this, you just go to say, listen, just, just stay at home. Don't play. Don't play. That's what I mean about being in unknown territories. You make decisions that you wouldn't normally make because you're under pressure. Well, this is what I mean by not being... Uh, yes, he's experienced, but he's not experienced this type of football. Never been nowhere near it. So it's going to be difficult. And like I say, the fixtures they've got, not going to be easy. Like I say, West Ham, United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Leicester, twice. You know, they're all... Very, very good teams. And when you're struggling to get even get a win, when your last win was, you know, weeks ago, uh, yeah, and, and teams like Watford are picking up wins every now and again. You expect Burnley to pick a, a win up every now and again. There's only Norwich, really, seem to be, you know, struggling. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a struggle for them. So you think? I, expect, I, expect, I fully expect Everton to go down. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise and, me. And that'd be a shame, that, because you know they've been in, in there a long, long time. They've spent a lot, a lot of money. And they're, they're a good bunch, the Everton fans. So, But, yeah, it's, they've, they've been... It's like up and down for them, up and down. They've come... The guys come in, they're spending money. And then, you know, this is what happens. And they've had some top managers come through there. Koeman, Ben Benitez, you know... Angelotti. <laughs> Angelotti. <laughs> Uh, the the kid at Fulham, he was there, wasn't he? Well, uh, Marcus Silva, is that what you're talking about? Is he there? Yeah, I think he was there. Yeah, he was there for a little bit, wasn't he? No, no it's the, the, now no, it's Martinez. 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 Now it's Frank Lampard. You know, 
you know, some teams it works out for, but not for not for a team like Everton who can't buy the way out of it. Yes, they've got a bit of money, but they can't. They haven't got the the, the, the coffers to to buy themselves out of like a Chelsea or you know United can or a City. Well, they they've had years of regression, and no matter how much money they've pumped into the club, that they, they just can't seem to get it right. And it, mate, if you look at the signings that they've made, uh, okay. Let's have a look. Ben Godfrey, he hasn't been great. Dakure's been all right, but, you know, Damari Gray, I think it was a decent signing. But then you look at Michael King, look at Signeson. Andre Gomez. Huh? Signison, 50 million weight. Signeson, yeah. 50 yeah. million. Gone. They brought in Ogazi on loan from Aston Villa. He's hardly played a, a game, even though he's probably the most experienced when it comes to fighting at the bottom because he was there with Villa. That's one probably just to... to... To make up the numbers, that just in case we need they need him, but now you do need him, and you know you haven't got the confidence enough to play him. Yeah. So you need players that are gonna. He doesn't seem to me a player who's gonna roll his sleeves up and and get stuck in. And that's yeah. what they need at the minute. He needs to be playing yeah. playing players that really really care and really you know not afraid of getting stuck in because mm. it's it's a battle every game now. Now to the end of the season, it's a battle, and they probably need. Five, six wins? No, no. Say what are they on now? 22 points, 23 points. Everton, so what they... Let's have a look. Premier League table. Let's get that one up. Two seconds. Hang on. I don't know if I can, can share the screen. Give me two seconds. Right? Let me see if I can share the screen. I'm sure I can. Hang on. Up, so that everyone can see. Just so that. Uh, uh... Yeah, 22. So... There we go. So, yeah, they've got 22. Yeah, 22. And they've got... So what they've got twelve left, and like I say, like I say, eight of them are top six sides. Well, they have three in hand over Watford, yeah. but given given the way they're playing at the moment, you can't see them getting anything out of it. Well, well, no, it's no, yeah, just just look at the the, the performance record, the performance record. They've lost the last four Norwich. Yeah. You know, Burnley have picked up a win. Watford have picked up a win. Yes, Everton have picked up a win, but it was like four, five, four weeks ago. Yeah, uh, Leeds United have just picked up a win, which is out there massively. Brentford, I don't see them being in it at all. Newcastle out of it because they got the, the the genius Eddie out. So, where oh, Graham Potter? There. He's gonna he's falling in the Graham Potter. Falling like a stone. Leave him Man alone. United leave, Man United leave him, leave him alone. Leave him alone. He hasn't had a war no, chest. No, he's, yeah. done, he's done well to keep yeah, them where yeah. they are, mate. Yeah, yeah. He's done. Listen, where would you rather be right now? Brighton or Everton? With the money that Everton have thrown at the, at the club? I'd rather be at Newcastle. Cha-ching! Like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Watford beat Southampton and I would never want to be anywhere near Everton sorry mate no one near Everton because it's in Liverpool <laughs> no comment I'm not going to respond to that fuck's sake <laughs> but um, yeah Watford got a good result against Southampton it looks like Southampton are on the beach at the moment man especially with the goals they can see you see the first one well, they're up and down, them aren't they? They're brilliant one week, and then next week mm. they're you know, they're getting beat off Norwich or who is it this week? Watford. Watford, yeah. So, you know, they beat a, a top side and they go to 
to, uh, so it's, it's probably concentration and just professionalism doing you do, applying yourself correctly because you, if you can play against the, the big sides then why are you not turning these sides over it's just application that's all that is well Watford they're taking four points off of United um, they look that like was the worst game that was the one what that that sent it on it yeah because yeah. Yeah. we watched it and we was like this is bad it was bad wasn't it so yeah. yeah that was a that was a bad day that but you know the one at home we should be beating them at home it's yeah. terrible Burnley have got two games in hand over Watford and they're only a point behind. Now, I know yesterday was all doom and gloom from Dan, the, uh, the Burnley fan, but if any club is equipped to get out of this battle, it's, it's them, isn't it? And they've got the manager. They've got the experience in the players. Uh, all experienced. Sprinkle of, of, of youth. McNeil and a couple of us. Yeah, I just see them you know, getting three or four wins out of, what, 11 games. You can see it, get them free. Mind you, they've only won three games all season. They have, they have the less, uh, won, won the less games of everyone. But they've mm. drawn 12. No, so... So they can dig out points. They can dig them out, but they're just not winning the games. Yeah, but I even think that's the, the difference, though. Yeah, two of the, like, what the, they, they've... They've drawn 12... Watford have drawn four, Everton have drawn four, Norwich have drawn five, you know, Burnley have drawn 12. So two or three of them and, and put them a, a win and that puts them, you know, 16th, 15th. So yeah. I can see that they're, they're not getting blown away. They're always in the game. This is why I think, you know, they'll, they'll get out of it plus the experience. So, but it's, drop, between, drop, it's between Everton and Burnley, isn't it? Goals. You know what, I, think, I think with Burnley, because they've won so little amount of games this season, they're due a purple patch. They're due a good run of form. And I think if that comes at the tail end of the season, that's when it's going to pick up for them. I mean, look, don't forget, they've got Ben Mia out of contract at the end of the season, Tarkovsky. So these players don't want to be playing championship, right? And if they can save them and keep them up, They'll probably get another year or two year extension. I mean, he's like thirty two years old anyway, isn't he? So I don't know how long he's he's got in Premier League. So so Burnley, Burnley have got Brentford. They played Brentford. Just played Brentford, haven't they? So they played Brentford. Yeah. That's how the way they've been beat. They've got City next, mm-hmm. and they've got Norwich, West Ham, Wolves, Watford, Villa, Tottenham, Newcastle, Tottenham, Southampton, and Everton. No, really, but only City with the big side. That's the only side they've got to play is City, the big side, really. And, and maybe so, Tottenham. You say Southampton. They've got Southampton at home, haven't they? They've got Southampton. So Burnley have got to play two, one, two of the big game, big teams. Everton have got to play one, two, three, four. Five. They've got to play United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester. This is all in a row, game after game, as well. By the way. United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester, Brentford in between, and Arsenal, Leicester again. That's a yeah. difficult running, that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you lack of confidence, you're not getting a win. These teams need to win as well. You know, they're up against it. That's the only reason why I say Everton are going to go down, yeah. because they've got to play six, seven of the top 
sides in their 12 remaining games where Burnley yeah. have not played one, two. Yeah, true. Well, the, the thing is, Burnley have got, they've got to play City, as you mentioned, and City are, are fighting for the title. So, you know, we're, we're safe to assume yeah. that City are going to go I, I see them winning that. Yeah. Seeing that winning but then, that. so I, I can, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Daesh plays a weakened team so that they're ready for Norwich, which is the next game after that. That's the six-pointer. They win that, if they do win that, they go away to West Ham six days later. Then they've got Wolves at home, which, okay, it's not going to be an easy game. And uh, But we saw Wolves struggle against Everton. Um, then they've got Watford, which, again, is another six-pointer. Then Villa, who, they're safe. They're not going to go down. I don't really think that's going to be a, a, a testing game in, in the sense of like the intensity and everything. Like, granted, Gerard's going to want to win that one. But with two games to go... I don't know. Then it's Spurs away from home, which is going to be a tricky one. Don't get me wrong. But then again, Spurs are Spurs. <laughs> you don't know. They're like a, I don't know, the jack in the box, really. And then Newcastle will be safe. So I don't know. I don't know. I still think Burnley have got a purple patch in them, in all fairness. Leeds have got a, Leeds, Leeds have got to play Chelsea, City. And, yeah, the Leeds haven't got to play. It's literally Everton have got to play all the big sides. Yeah. And Leicester twice. Yeah. But uh, Leeds are playing well, man. Leeds were Leeds, I'll tell you what, Leeds did very well against They're getting Leicester. better now, aren't they? Yeah. Getting better. They did so. well against Leicester. All right, they got smashed against Villa, but they, they played a very good game against Norwich. And okay, their defensive frailty showed again. But the fact that they still battled on in injury time and they got a winner, they're playing very aggressively and they changed the system about four times. Well, he's, he's still searching. He's still searching and still working with him. And so he's, he's just obviously trying to find the right blend and, and what he wants to go with if he's changed it that many times in a game. So, but, you know, they got the results. So he's obviously seen something and it's changed and it's worked. So, uh, yeah, I see them getting better as well because mm. they're, they're not a bad side and they're all mobile. Um, yeah, it seems to be a good, a good side leads once they're. Well, they've got the tail behind them. Mm. Half-time at Sohurst Park. Nil-nil. City huffing and puffing, but they ain't blowing that door off, mate. No, no, half-time. Oh, it's what I mean. It's frustrating. But, oh, we've got 45 minutes left. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. All right, listen, one more thing before we wrap it up. Chelsea, we can't not talk about Chelsea. and We know what's happened with them recently, but just to recap, <laughs> Roman Abramovich has uh, had all his assets frozen and Chelsea have to sell and apparently it's the end of the world for Chelsea. They can't spend more than 20 grand on match day. They All that kind of stuff. They can't sell shirts, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people are saying that's the end of Chelsea. I'm, I, this is just my honest, honest opinion, Rod. I, I honestly believe, you know, the, the I think the sanctions are lifted at the end of May. And by that time, I think they'll have an American owner well, there's talks of a Saudi owner now, but I'm pretty sure they'll have a new owner by that time. And all this hoo-ha about the club going down into administration, whatever, is going to be all bullshit. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen. I expect it to be sold way before uh, May. I expect it to be sold in the next month. You know, they just want to get it out of the way. The better that they do it, the more money that, you know, Coffers that go over to Ukraine as well, which will benefit obviously people over there. So, um, yeah, the, the the quicker it's done, the better for all parties. Because the last thing the government want is a club like Chelsea going 
no, in trouble because, because of them. Yeah, because of them, and, and you know, yeah, I don't see that happening because, like I said before, there'll be a lot of MPs, a lot of influential people who are Chelsea fans as well. So, yeah, I see it happening pretty quickly. I seen uh, first pictures of Roman Abramovich today. He was in the airport of Tel Aviv, Israel, going to Turkey. So safe haven. Yeah, so <laughs> he's, he's, he's got problems, and then, then, then even then they questioned: Did he get on the plane? Did is he stayed in? Is he stayed in Tel Aviv? So these 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 just want it out of the way and get it sorted pretty quickly, or you know. The thing is, mate, people like him, you know, these billionaires, all right, he's he's lost a couple billion from the club, right? And that's going to hurt him a little bit. But let's be real. How much money has he got tied up in assets all over the world and and in in places where there can't be any sanctions or, you know, out of EU rule, whatever? Do you know what I mean? This this isn't going to hurt him as much as people think, honestly. No, but but when you're an oligarch and you're a billionaire and and you're... Do what you want, travel where you want, stay where you want, and now you can't do them things. You know, it's, it's going to hurt and it's going to affect. Yeah, but you. he hasn't been in England. He hasn't been in England for a couple of years. Didn't they take his his visa away or some shit? So no, and, I know, no, but, but no, but he's limited to to certain places now where where he can go. You know, he didn't look too happy. He looked pretty dishevelled when the pictures that I seen in the video that I seen. You know, a full-on grey beard. Um, so they're not having it easy, and, and rightly so, because they're all connected to him. So um, the better, the better, quicker this gets resolved, the better for everyone. And do I feel sorry for Chelsea fans? No, not really. <laughs> I don't, I don't. It swings and rounds about. I don't feel sorry for United fans, that what problems we're having at the minute. You know, it goes in cycles. Um, they've had they've had a good run. No, I don't want the, them to go under. You know, but I don't want them to suffer either. But because you know, it's the normal Chelsea fan that, that is going to suffer, which is wrong. Mm. Um, no, I see them getting out of it pretty soon. But feeling sorry for them. <laughs> and, and do you know, what, mate, when you go on social media and you see the the responses or the the tweets with regards to the the Chelsea situation, there's always this like one-upmanship this almost like as if it's passing the buck or oh well you can't talk because of your club like for example at the weekend it was Chelsea against Newcastle and they called it the sports washing derby and uh, Eddie Howe was asked about the 81 uh, deaths in in Yemen what is he supposed to say there well he said well yeah exactly what what, the the guy's probably never been to Yemen like he probably can't even find it on the map what are you asking these questions for it's a problem when when it's when you know this bombing's going over there we don't hear about it. It's been going on for for weeks now. You, know, you, you never you never hear about this because certain media don't want to put it out. So, but yeah, it's but just, you, you uh, see, like you see a Newcastle or Chelsea fans saying to Newcastle fans, "Well, you know, Saudi Arabia, yada yada yada," and then you have got Chelsea fans. Uh, sorry, you got Newcastle fans talking about Chelsea and Abramovich, and I know Chelsea had the big banner of Abramovich, which was I think was a bit silly to be honest. You know, just. Just leave it out. I know that you respect him for what he's done for your club, but to have that banner up, I think that's bad taste. But anyway, it is what it is. It is yeah, what it it's is. Just, but, and it's a small group as well, and you just just become labelled, yeah. you know, a bad, bad, bad team. And it doesn't. It's not the press you kind of need. It's just not. There's mm-hmm. a war going on. Kids, babies, women, men are dying on the daily, and you're singing someone's name. Just 
stop. Just yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then you look at the other clubs, and I saw I saw a really good tweet today. Someone pulled up um, some newspaper articles, and one of them was, "Well, the Glazers funded um, part of Donald Trump's campaign, as did F- as did FSG, as did Cronkie at Arsenal." And then you got a, a video coming out about Man City's owners, all the shit that's been happening in in the Middle East, and you're thinking. Jesus Christ, like, I'm not trying to be funny, but you tell me one club president or owner or chairman that hasn't done something deplorable in their in their time. You tell me one person that's done everything by the book. You think Bill Gates exactly. has done things by the book in his life for Microsoft? You think uh, Bezos has done things by the book at Amazon? Come on, man. This is the life that we live in, man. This is the world that we live in. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not condoning it. I'm not... Um, uh, you know, I'm not condoning. I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying it happens. And no matter how much you, you point the finger, no matter how much you point the finger at people, look at Carragher. Did you see his comments earlier on on Sky Sports about yeah. Chelsea? Yeah. I'm thinking, Jamie, come on, man! Like you, you threw a coin at a fan and you spat at someone in the street. Like, come on, don't talk about morals. <laughs> I can't be serious here, man. people like people like him just probably forgot that even happened. So, but you can't keep on. But then again, for him, you can't keep on reliving. That, you know, he's, he's, yes, he's made a mistake. What do you want me to do? Just Wasn't he wearing a Lou Suarez it, so. t-shirt after he, uh, he racially abused Patrice Evra? Yeah, I can say, I can say, people forget about what they've done in the past and, and what. Oh, that was nothing to do with me. I just did it because the team did it. Alex, you're a man. If you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. It's like it, like all this stuff. I want to play charity football. And they're all kneeling. I'm not kneeling for no one. I understand what you're doing, but I'm just not going into it. I'm not putting, I'm not kneeling for anyone. So um, it's just whatever you want to do. You've just got to be brave enough to stand up and and do what's right for you. But obviously, you know, he, he was under pressure and he, and he went with it. He was wrong. And yeah, he's got to own it. So what does this mean for Chelsea for the rest of the season, mate? They got a good win against Newcastle. Havertz's goal was absolutely brilliant as well. Um, they look like they're going to be nailed on for top four. I, I, I can't see them dropping out of it. Champions League, you think they're going to give it a good run? United? No, Chelsea. Yes, I still see them do, doing pretty well. No, it's a fantastic goal. Havertz, I don't see... I see big problems with Lukaku. You know, 90 million quid on the bench. That's not good. Um, but, yeah, I like Tuchel. Um, but, um, yeah, they're, they're in one of them sticky situations now, aren't they? They're not as good as Liverpool and City, but they're much better than Tottenham, Arsenal United at the minute. So, they're in the middle, aren't they? But they're on their own, so, Yeah. All right, one more thing before I wrap it up. What did you make of Messi and Neymar getting booed? <laughs> I told you, didn't I? I tweet a message. Remember what's that about? <laughs> well, I was watching it and I, and I turned it over. I turned it over and I'm watching it. I'm thinking, wait a minute, why are they booing their fans? And then I realised they're at home as well. I think what's that about? And then obviously I thought they would have tuned up in the weekend, weren't they? And, but that's surely that's you've got. If you're tuned up, and even the Real Madrid get one goal. You have to take one, or at least two of them off. You have to. 
because you just got three passengers against 10. So you're playing seven against 10. It's just, yeah, you just can't do it. So that's why Pochettino, he's not brave enough. Well, you've got to take two of them off. Take both of them off. Instead of just taking one, you take two of them off. So why don't you take him off? Right, just take both of them off and just shore it up a bit. Yeah. Yeah, instead, it was, you know, Real Madrid were on the ascendance, playing well. And what you know, you've been have you been at the Bernabeu? When it's when it gets lively in there, and and they've got the sails behind them, it's it's a cauldron, it's noisy, and you know Benzema was on it. So, as for PSG, mate, they signed Messi effectively to win the Champions League. They could have done with Sergio Ramos. I don't know what's happening with him. Is he injured? Is he? I, I, I don't know what's going on. But that club is a fucking joke, man. Honestly. It's a fucking joke. Could you imagine if Cristiano Ronaldo had only scored two goals for Manchester United? We're complaining about him. He scored, or people are complaining about him. He scored 18, 19 goals. This little fucking Dago has scored two goals. (laughs) And walking about. (laughs) No, no, no. He was, he's just lazy. He's, no way is he. A better player than Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. That Barcelona team was unbelievable that he was in. Um, the best team I've ever seen. No way is he. No way. I'm not having it. And Cristiano Ronaldo, the same age. He's done it in different leagues. Gone on different teams. Different. He's always been the same. He's gone there. He's going two goals. What? Where's that gone? He's going 30, 40 goals last season. He's gone to... A chip shot league, and he scored two goals. Okay, so do you blame the player? Do you blame the system? Is there anything that you can see where it's going wrong? Is he not got the legs anymore? Just a lazy little fucker. And his his heart's not in it like it was with Barcelona. He's just gone there for... No, I wouldn't surprise he got his uh, he got his uh, trophy with the Argentinian national team, and that's yeah, it. It's, no, it's, it's damaging. It's damaging it, it, his his legacy, though, mate. Because he should, that shouldn't be he shouldn't be scoring only two goals in that French league. Come on, and you see him walking about. He just walks about. What he walks about, and it's just uh, yeah. I don't care who he is. If you're on your football team, you work for your teammates, and he just walks. Don't you do anything? Oh, he's just a passenger. Luka a Modric, fucking 500 grand a week passenger. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if Ronaldo only scored two goals? <laughs> I'm being serious. Can you imagine? No, that? you're right. You're right. <laughs> you, you are 100% right. I mean, he went... Under, six under the radar. It's going under the radar. Absolutely he went six or seven games without a goal and, you know, he's in a slump and he's finished and he's a problem. And this lad, he... Uh, yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, it's just it's just night night and day, but you know, for me, yeah, Ronaldo all day. Well, skillful wise, natural ability, Messi, um, no doubt. But you're asking who would rather have in my team, Ronaldo, every day of the week. Let's end it there, Rodri. Thanks for jumping on, mate. Appreciate it. No problem. And, uh, well, 
we'll do we'll do this again on on no chofters probably next month but we'll keep doing shoot defense every week obviously but yeah we'll give we'll give the the people in cyprus something a little bit different than what they used to but yeah so that's yeah. it for the edition yeah. like subscribe tell your nuna rod do you want to tell them your twitter instagram all that kind of stuff twitter is um um at rod james gigs uh podcast ace post podcast nation thursday nights half seven um and uh on my profile it's got yellow and blue flags it's not apol that's just train flags so don't <laughs> be deterred by yellow and blue even though they're, they're, they're flying at the minute apol flying we won't go into that, will we, Stel? We'll save that for another day. I, I'm I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, okay? Because when I saw... <laughs> Malacca this, saw, Malacca that. No, no, no. Pena, Pena this. Pena, no. When I, when I saw Apoel and... Uh, sorry, Apollon and Anothasi play yesterday, I'm thinking, do you guys want to throw away the title? Do you guys want to throw it? Because Apollon last season were, were neck and neck with us for the title and they blew it with two games to go. They're neck and neck with Apoel and... Before before yesterday, they were... No, before... What day was it yesterday? Sunday, wasn't it? So, Saturday, they were seven points clear. Now, they're five points clear. And they still got to play Upper World twice. It's, I, I, I don't even want to think about them come to winning the league, honestly. If, yeah, if, they, if they want if they want the team to perform, they need to keep paying them wages or, you know... Well, Abolon are paying their wages. Upper World's players aren't. Are allegedly not yeah. getting paid. But That's why you probably get a dip at the end of the season. Then. Well, let's see. Fingers crossed. They uh, they chuck it in. But anyway, whatever. I don't want to talk about them cunts. Anyway, that's it. Go on, We'll be back very soon. But I'm missing like I'm more under the